guys, welcome to At the Movies Pod with yours truly, Jackie. This is episode nine, and the featured Christmas movie today is Home Alone. So today I'm joined by Jonathan Cobos. Mr. Cobbs, say hi. Hi, Mr. Cobbs. Hi, Mr. Cobbs. <laughs> How are you? What you been up to? I'm good. Uh, nothing really, nothing new. Just been chilling, still eating leftovers from Thanksgiving, watching movies, playing video games. Really sick shit, Jerking you know? Off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really sick shit. <laughs> <laughs> nothing new, really. How about you? Mm. Uh, nothing. Uh, I had to come back to Midland. I mean, obviously, you know that, but like <laughs> yeah. the people who are listening. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Jonathan and I will be separated for Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. That's um, really sad. I'll see you next year. <laughs> Oh my god! You're so lame. You I think you did that. You did that last year when uh, you were like, "Man, I haven't seen you since last year." <laughs> can't believe it. No, but for real, I can't believe it's already December. Honestly, damn! Like yeah. the the freaking year flew by, even though it was trash. Like, yeah. Oh man, I I feel like it was like slow and fast. Like you know, yeah. At the same time. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean... I mean, we're already at the last month of the year. Like, we're about to hit 2021. Holy shit. And I feel like this year, like, we didn't even have any... Like, we didn't have a good year at all. Like, Hell no, shit. When we look back to this year, it's just a wasted year, you know? <laughs> Sucks. For real. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully 2021's promising. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah what's uh what's your song of the week what song or the day what songs been <clears throat> stuck in your head all day so this song's been stuck in my head for a couple weeks now and every day pretty much of the weeks uh it's uh this is my time by by lecrae uh i got it from uh miles morales spider-man miles morales it's a really catchy song so if you get a chance go check it out uh, once again, it's called This Is My Time by Lecrae, and he spells it L-E-C-R-A-E. It's a really good song. I know you liked it too, Jackie. I played it for you Lecrae, one day. Lecrae. Yeah, I played it for you one day in the car, and you're like, oh, shit, what song yeah, is this? Le- <laughs> yeah, it was it was catchy. I liked it. I yeah, fucked with song. it. Oh, my God. It's a good song. Uh, that, remi- that actually reminds me of that meme I showed you too, uh, or that, that tweet uh, when you were last here uh, the other day. Uh, when that bitch was like, <laughs> uh, Bad Bunny really released three albums this year and none of us could, none of us were able to like bop to it at the club or anything. <laughs> I was like, damn. That stupid ass bitch, Selena Gomez, her face. Is oh, crying. that's right. Yeah, it was her fa- her face crying. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. funny. So. I fucking hate her if no one knew that. <laughs> Well, this uh, so, uh, the song that's stuck in my head uh, is actually um, "I Can Feel It Calling" by Trophies. Oh, nice! So, yeah, it's been stuck in my head all day. I can feel it coming I, by the weekend. Oh my! I feel uh, it coming. I've been in a Trophies mood today, nice. which is like always, but you know, yeah, same even old, more old. so. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Gotta check that out. Oh, but yeah, uh, well, I'm sure you've heard it. Yeah, I play it religiously. You play that band like they like you owe them money or some shit. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cool. That's cool. All right, well, on to the next segment. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? So, Jonathan, pick a snack. Donuts or conchas? This was hard for me because, you know, I'm Mexican by heart, um, born and raised beaner. So I love conchas, you know. It's just, it's like our bodies made of concha or something. But I had <laughs> to go with donuts. I love donuts so much. And the reason is because of the icing and, like, the different variations you can do with donuts. Conchas you could mm-hmm. only go so far with. And yeah, you're going to have your different colors, but they're all the same fucking flavor. Like they all taste the same. Uh, So yeah, yeah, they're all bomb with milk or with some cafe or some champorado or something. But 
<laughs> fucking donuts are good all the time with anything. So and like yeah, there's just so many different donuts in the world that I couldn't pass that up. I fucking love donuts. Well, I mean, they have donuts at the panaderia. Yeah, but right? uh, it's still a donut. It's not conchas. That's true. You know? But I preferred the donuts from the fucking Mexican-ass bakeries and shit. Like, yeah. oh, so good. They're good, yeah. But, I mean, th- that's still a donut. Any donut in the world, whether it's Mexican, American, Spanish, English, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that shit. I'm going to eat it. So what's your favorite type of donut? My favorite, you know, you already know, it's Boston cream pie. <laughs> I love me some cream I pie. Think, <laughs> uh, I think it's just Boston cream, but okay. Oh, God. Isn't Go it cream Chino. pie? No. It's not? Oh, shit. I thought it was Boston cream pie. I guess it's just Boston cream. My bad. Uh, oh, that's why the bitch looks at you weird when you ask her to Like, can I get donut. a cream pie in my in my ass, please? She's like, oh, I did that last night. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, sir, this is a family organization. Please get the fuck out of here. Like, I think you're in the wrong place. Uh, I pick donuts. Fuck yeah, I love donuts. Your I'm fucking face, you're like, fuck yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, uh, I fucking love conchas, but yeah. like donuts all the way. And my favorite are sugar donuts. Like, I know you love those oof. sugar donuts. Yeah, so fucking good. Okay, and like people, you y'all need to try the fucking donuts at um, Trejos Donuts. Oh yeah, there I was about in to say that. Santa Monica. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to bring that up too. Yeah. For real, like, if you don't know who Danny Trejo is, like, go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. But, like, <laughs> he owns the a donut shop there in, in Cali, in Santa Monica, and then also a taco place. I think it's in L.A., right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Not, sh- not yeah, exactly sure what uh, city or, like, what area of L.A., but, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we have yet to try the taco place. But Hopefully when we so. went to, yeah, when we went to Cali last, we had the donuts and oh my God, it was so good. Yeah, I was also going to bring up uh, Voodoo Donuts. That place is fucking oh. ridiculous. It's awesome. If you want a brand new cavity, go visit <laughs> Voodoo Donuts. Yeah, like straight up. Like I remember when we first had it, we first had it at the Hollywood, uh, what is it? The City Walk or whatever? Sky- Skywalk? I think. No, it's City Walk, I think. I don't know. It's the little city or little Mario before uh, Universal Studios. And, yeah, they had it there. And I was like, oh, shit. So, like, me and Jackie, we stopped there. Because, you know, we've always seen it different places. I know they have it in Austin and, like, mm-hmm. other cities. And we're like, oh, nice. Like, we could actually try these now. And we've always seen, like, all their crazy donut designs and stuff. So, yeah, we went in. Of course, there's a line. Like, it's popular. We got our donuts. I think I got like a cookies and cream one that literally had like Oreos on it. Yeah, and me too. There's a we should have bu- just bought one and shared it. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like shit after. Like I felt like I ate a whole fucking like gallon of icing or something. <laughs> like I felt like crap. But um, <laughs> we're like riding the fucking ride. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh shit, should we just call it a day and not even go to the park? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Yeah, like their donut designs are insane. Like, I think we also, I think we got one for each of us, and then like a wild card one just so we could share it. It was like that Fruit Loops one or something. I don't remember. Oh no, I think that was with my dad. Sorry. Yeah, your dad. No, quote yeah. unquote. Oh my god, because we went. Sancha. <laughs> we went one year. We went to that Randy's Donuts. You know the one that has like the big donut. Oh, on the top I always of there. wanted to go there. Yeah, there's a bunch yeah. all over California. So we stopped at. My dad loves those places. We stopped at one of those places and I got the the Fruit Loops one and that one was good too. It was wild because like there was like a shitload of bees inside of the area. I was like, oh fuck, that's gross. <laughs> you know, damn. I, I think bees love their sugar, right? Yep. Yeah. Sick invite, by the way. That was years ago. <laughs> Can't even remember the year that was. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Come on, everybody. Here we go. So, the film overview. Uh, the summary. 
Eight-year-old ankle biter Kevin McAllister must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation. So the release date is November 16th of 1990, and this was with 20th Century Fox. Um, I low-key miss seeing the logo, you know, the do-do-do-do, you know? Which is now owned by Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is weird too. I saw it on Disney Plus, and it had the, the actual opening logo of the 20th Century Fox. I was surprised by that. Why? Did you catch that? Yeah, but why were you surprised? Because I thought Disney would strip it since it's not. No, that's. I mean, that's a, that's its original, um, like, you know, form. So they keep they keep it like that. Plus, Disney owns the rights already, so like, doesn't matter. Like they own 20th um, Century Fox, yeah. Yeah. Like they did. Hmm. I think they did rename it. Remember, they renamed the. I don't remember. I, I think I they just remember. named it to like 20th Century Films or something like that instead of Fox. I don't remember, but they renamed it. They rebranded it. I'm not sure what it is now. I think even Searchlight is also branded differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So the runtime on this was 103 minutes. So pretty standard. Um, the writer, of course, is none other than John Hughes. And please, people, y'all should fucking know who the fuck John Hughes is. Uh, but if you don't, he also did the fucking Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles, etc. There's so many to go down the line. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, he is a legend. Uh, the director is Chris Columbus. Mm-hmm. No, not Christopher. Chris <laughs> Columbus. Uh, he also directed Harry Potter one and two, so we could thank him too. Yeah, I think I believe this was his first film. I think. Um, uh, oh, I, it was. Yeah, I think I remember hearing that because I, I watched that uh, movies that we love on Netflix, which they go over on one of the episodes. They talk about Home Alone, <laughs> which is cool. I recommend if you haven't seen that, go check that out on Netflix. But yeah, they talk about uh, Chris Columbus, and I think this was his first movie ever. Because, you know, John Hughes didn't want to direct it. He wanted someone else to take it. So he just wanted to mm-hmm. write. Like, it was his idea, but he's like, here's someone else to, you know, direct yeah. it. And that's how uh, Chris Columbus got, like, famous off this movie. And he did also the second movie. And then, obviously, like you said, he did Harry Potter 1 and 2. Uh, yeah. and he, he's really known for doing uh, family movies, you know, family-friendly movies and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, this movie pretty much kicked off his career. So, yeah, it's awesome. Um, and also the music is done by legendary John Williams. Yeah. John Williams. Uh, himself. I think he's Sir John Williams now. No, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Why? Because he's like 90. <laughs> no, because you know how they do the whole night thing in the UK or whatever. I don't know what they do, but they oh, like honor them no. and they add the surname. Like that's what they did with Paul McCartney too. Like that's why he's Sir Paul McCartney. And Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They go through that like knighting ceremony or something. Yeah, I just thought it was because they were old. No, well, it's pretty much like they're legends in the UK, so they do the whole ceremony. I don't know. Don't don't call me on that. I don't know exactly their like ways, but that's what I think it is. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but go go Google um, that if you're interested. <laughs> again, if you guys don't know who the fuck John Williams is, get the fuck out. Uh, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, um, if you're really into movies, you know. Like we are, I guess you should you should say like we're not like high, diehard movie fans, but we're, I say we're pretty good movie fans, and yeah, like, I mean the whole point is like if you love movies, you know who John Williams is because he does some of the best music in the business, you know, and he's still kicking yeah, it, he's still doing it. He did the dude. new Star Wars still, like he did all three the trilogy. So he's done yeah. every single Star Wars movie, you know. I think so. Just the. Like the Skywalker saga, I think. I don't know about the other spinoffs and stuff, but yeah, hmm. I know for the Skywalker saga, he pretty much did all the trilogies, I think. Yeah. And then he also hmm. did Harry Potter. He did this movie. Like, he's done a lot of fantastic He's things. in so many. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Um, so the notable actors, of course, none other than Macaulay Culkin, who plays Kevin McAllister. Uh, <laughs> you got Joe Pesci. Who plays Harry? John Hurd, who plays Peter. I uh, heard you. The dad. <laughs> I, I believe he so passed sad. away, right? 
Yeah, he, yeah. I think it was in 2016 when everybody was dying. If not, it was like maybe a year or two after. But yeah, okay. he actually had a heart attack. Yeah, RIP so, Yeah, really sad. Uh, so yeah, he plays Peter, which is Kevin's dad. And I forgot to say, Joe Pesci is one of the burglars. Yeah. Nobody knew that. <laughs> and then Catherine O'Hara, who plays Kate. Uh, she also came out in Beetlejuice and um, most recently uh, Schitt's Creek. Yeah, she's the, uh, she's famous for a lot of like the movies in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hurd, he came out in Beaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Um, and a lot of other ones. And then Joe Pesci, like, come on, guys. Yeah, he's, you should know. He was already legendary like, by this time, by the time this movie yeah. was made. Yeah, he still is. Of course he is, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the notable actors. Um, so the box office, their budget was estimated to be eighteen million dollars. Uh, the opening weekend in the U.S., they only got seventeen million. Uh, but the gross in the USA ended up being almost three hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's a shitload of money. Yeah. It is. And then the cumulative worldwide gross was literally almost $500,000. Damn. So that's insane. Like, yeah, I mean, on opening weekend, I think you saw those numbers. I mean, even, I mean, 17 million is a lot for an opening weekend. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And like, they already made most of their money back right there. Um, But yeah, like not a lot of movies have big ass opening weekends like that. Like, I think this one didn't like, you know, obviously like Avengers and stuff, they overachieve on opening weekend because people, they're highly anticipated. Movies like this mm-hmm. one, it's new material. It's like a new idea. It's a Christmas movie. So people don't know what to think until they go see it. And then that's when more people go see it after they see like the reviews come out and stuff or like their friends tell them, hey, go watch this movie. It was actually good. So that's why I think the opening weekend wasn't as big, but it's still $17 million. They almost made all their money back. So that's pretty good. <laughs> Um, I think like why it probably didn't make a lot of money, like the opening, because first of all, it came out November 16th. So, I mean, it's not really Christmas like, time. I'm yet. not really in the Christmas. Yeah. Like I'm not in the Christmas feel around then. Like I'm, I'm hyping for Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's why like people probably like saved it till December. Yeah. Like yeah, Christmas probably. day. Mm-hmm. If it like stayed in theaters that long, but that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, it's a good point. Uh, so the reviews, according to IMDb, it got a seven point six out of ten. Nice. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a sixty five percent, and Metacritic gave it a sixty three percent. What do you feel about Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic? <laughs> I don't know. I think those are mainly like, I think the uh, those scores take into account like fan of. Uh, like fan uh reviews right fandom yeah yeah so i mean that explains it and also it's just this movie's been around for years so uh i don't know when rotten tomatoes and metacritic metacritic started doing reviews and posting them online or even imdb but over the over the all these years like i'm sure people write horrible shit or they just make the scores go lower than they should be i don't know but i, I don't know but i think this movie's like, good what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, they uh, these scores do not match the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, they really don't. It's, it's such a fucking classic, like everything about it. So. Yeah, and I think it's also because maybe because we're kids when this came out, so by law, like we love this movie <laughs> and we I grew guess. up watching it. I don't know, but fuck all the people who are hating on it. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, to character breakdown, uh, who's your favorite character? Uh, so f- my favorite character, I was kind of thinking about this one, and it was between you know Harry, Joe Pesci's character, or uh, Kevin Macaulay Culkin's mm-hmm. character. So I ended up choosing Kevin as my oh, favorite why? character, uh, just because. Uh, well, if if you like look at him, like just the shit he does, he's funny. Like he makes the whole movie, you know. Like he's he's yeah. being a dumb kid, you know. He's stuck at home and like. Back when we were kids, like, I would always look at him and be like, damn, I wish I could do that shit right now, which my family wasn't <laughs> here, so I could, like, eat a shitload of ice cream and watch TV and 
fuck with my brother's room and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> like, that's why he's my favorite character. And, like, especially when he does all the shit to the burglars and stuff. Like, that's hilarious. So, I don't know. He's the whole movie, so that's why he's my favorite character. Hmm. Uh, mine is Marv. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> the other burglar. <laughs> why? Because he's a dumbass? <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Like, he's just so stupid and, like... I don't know. I just think he's funny, and he like he makes it. I don't know. Like, yeah, he does a lot of stupid shit. So he's definitely yeah. funnier than like Joe Pesci. He's a good, uh, I guess, compliment to Joe Pesci because Joe Pesci's like more serious, and it's like, no, mm-hmm. we're gonna go do this shit. And Marv is like a dumbass, and he's there for all the comic reasons. So yeah, they did. They he did a good job. Yeah, they they both did a good job. But yeah, he's hilarious. Especially during I'd probably, all the I'd probably relate to the mom the most because, like, she forgets like everything. <laughs> her son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll probably be like that when I'm a mom. <laughs> oh my god, that's hope. But, <laughs> I'm not gonna forget my fucking kid on vacation. Like, yeah. that's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, f- first of all, like, we don't plan on having a fucking like twenty. 20,000 kids in, in the house, same house, and, like, 50 adults. So, like, I can see why they forgot them. Like, they have so many damn people. Like, damn. Yeah. And then the fact that, like, they paid for all the family members. Like, yeah. what? That's they, crazy. Gotta be doing some rich shit. Rich people shit. Yeah. They already had, like, 10 kids of their own. Like, that's insane. Fuck mm. that. Freeloaders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like with the uncle and shit, he's he could tell he's a freeloader. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so into depth about Kevin. Uh, how do you feel about his character? Like, do you think like it's sad because he's like constantly forgotten? Yeah. He's like forgotten. Like most of the time, yeah. and you know that like saying that like no child gets left behind or like some shit like that, like yeah. or like <laughs> my uncle used to be like, "Oh, you're my redheaded stepniece," because like nobody loves like the redheaded kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you feel about his character? Like how like how people are towards his character? I should say. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously you feel for him, especially, like, well, once the movie starts, because I actually put down that I kind of related to him the most, because uh, sometimes you do feel like the black sheep of the family, and, like, you feel like shit, right? And when I was looking at him, like, going through all the stuff, and, like, people are ignoring him and blaming him for everything that he doesn't even do or isn't his fault, I'm like, damn, that, like, that really hit home, because, like, I felt like that sometimes, you know? I'm sure you mm-hmm. have, too, like, kids always feel like that, but... For him, it's yeah. even worse because his family's so huge that he's just forgotten, and you, you you can't help but just feel bad for him, you know. But isn't it weird because he's the baby of the family? Like you yeah. figure he'd get the most love. Yeah, I don't know. I guess with that family, since they're all crazy, like they're like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna we're gonna stop giving a shit." Well, you can tell they care. They care about him because, like, when he's in the room talking to both his parents, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like they really care about him, but um. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. Everyone just hates him. Like, even the uncle talks shit to him. All the, little, all the cousins, all the little kids. Like, what the hell did he do? Like, I, I that's probably why. Like, probably because he's the baby. Because people are jealous. Like, everyone in the family is jealous of him. Because maybe they think mm. he gets away with stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But it's not, like, all his fault. Like, he's just, like, a, he's mischievous. And he's, like, you know, he's just a kid. Like, kids don't know any better. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's because of his pouty lips. That's what gets him away. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Michael Jackson's favorite. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, he likes a uh, long gander at the anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what about Harry? How do you feel about Joe Pesci's character? Well, I mean, you meet him at, at the beginning of the movie, and he's just kind of like, I don't know, he's kind of a <laughs> dick right away. Uh, you know, I was trying to scope out the plays and you're like, all right, this guy's already up to no good. Like <laughs> right from the beginning, you know, Joe Pesci, like you look at him as a character in every movie and like right away, you're like, this guy's crooked, you know? 
yeah. <laughs> just, that's just how he is. That's how you're going to think of him all the time. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, right away. Uh, you, you get that feeling. What like a crazy way, like how he dressed up like a cop just to like yeah. scope out the place. Like yeah. what? That's fucking genius. But like <laughs> what stupid ass family. Yeah, Why would you well, like, you see uh, like they have so much going on. Like the whole, everyone's all over the place. It's just hectic. And, just like when the yeah. pizza delivery guy shows up with like 50 pizzas and he's waiting there too for someone to pay him because no one has paid him. Like this fucking hectic household. And I'm pretty sure back in that day, like it was a lot easier to do stuff like that. Uh, oh, nowadays, yeah. nowadays that shit doesn't fly. Like not fucking like you cannot be in my house. Get the fuck out of here, you know? And like yeah. there's cameras everywhere now too. So it's just, yeah, you can't do that anymore at all. For sure. <laughs> Uh, what about <laughs> stupid ass Marv? I know I said that I love him. What, what do you? <laughs> yeah, he's obviously a dumbass, and he compliments Macaulay Culkin's character a lot because he's the one that gets wrecked by him the most. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Joe yeah. Pesci gets fucked up too. But I think Marv, you know, you just laugh at him more because of his stupid faces, all the his screams and shit. Yeah, just a lot of stuff. He's he's hilarious for sure, and he's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, what about the mom and dad, uh, well, Peter and Kate? Obviously, I don't know. To me, it feels like the dad just doesn't give a fuck sometimes. Like, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. It'll play itself out, you know? Like, he's like, he makes the mom like, do stuff, like, on her own. And I don't know. He, I guess him, he's like, I bring home the bacon. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I think that's how he thinks. <laughs> And the mom, she's just kind of mischievous. Not mischievous, sorry. She's, like, gullible a little bit. Uh, she's kind of retarded. Like, <laughs> she's, like, so much going on. Like, <laughs> you know, like, when it comes to paying for the pizza, she's the one that busts out her wall and says, yeah, I'll pay for it. You know, like, bitch, fuck no. I would have been like, all right, everyone, like, give me half of it. Like, all the yeah. family, like, the uncle and shit. But, yeah, she's just, like, yeah, she'll just like be very like they'll walk all over her because she's the mom of the family and she runs that shit. So, yeah, well, kind of. And obviously she's dumb for forgetting her own son, you know, but yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think about all the other brothers and sisters <laughs> that Kevin has? Mm, they're all annoying <laughs> to me. They annoy me like because like I just every time I watch this movie ever since I first watched it, like I always put myself in Kevin's shoes, you know, and like when yeah. the sister, I think it's one of the sisters. I don't know. Like I can't remember the family photo, so I can't remember like who exactly is his brothers and sisters. But mm -hmm. I know the fat ass kid, <laughs> the ugly kid is his older brother. The one that calls him the Flemwad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a fucking asshole right away. Like he's all bullying him talking shit to him like when he hasn't he, done anything. he's so ugly yeah. he looks like that guy from uh the incredibles yeah he the does bad guy. yeah <laughs> he does it's hilarious yeah and then the other sister she's all like um you know you're what the french call uh what is it what did she say less incompetent or something less yeah like i guess less incompetent or something i don't know but yeah <laughs> i was like fuck you bitch like you know like how yeah. do you know? <laughs> it's funny. It's just funny. But yeah, they're all annoying like uh, from the beginning and they're like, "Damn, do you guys even give a shit about Kevin?" Like, damn. Yeah. So, the rest are pretty much just like background characters in yeah. the rest of the movie. I wouldn't say like Yeah. Uh, the one that I liked was uh what was his name? Uh Marley, Mr. Marley, the oh, old yeah. man. Yeah. That was his name, right? Yeah, did you know that he wasn't even supposed to be in this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they added him like late to the script. Uh, John Hughes actually <laughs> didn't like have him in the in the script originally, but uh, Chris Columbus is the one that's like, hey, like let's add this guy so he could add a little bit more, like you know, I guess Christmas spirit to it <laughs> to the story. <laughs> I don't old know. ass man yeah. shoveling snow <laughs> no i meant like the point at the end you know like when i know <laughs> it's a joke a creepy old man a fucking low-key like child molester or something i well that's how you said it uh, but yeah I, I felt bad for him just because like he was alone clearly you know yeah, and like they were just you know right away they jump into conclusions like buzz is like oh this guy he fucking eats people and stuff i don't know 
Or he kills and people. He, mur- he yeah. murdered his family against yeah. <laughs> Like fucking assholes. Uh, let's go on to scenes. What are some of your favorite scenes? Um, so for me, like there's a bunch in this movie. Uh, I wrote down like all of the booby trap scenes. <laughs> I love those. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, that's pretty much like, I think all that happens like close to the end of the movie. So it's all at once. It's hard to like call out all of them, but it's all at once. So yeah, it's like many scenes put into one, but. Uh, another one is like the pizza boy scene like not the first one when he first shows up but the second one when he orders a pizza for himself <laughs> and he yeah. goes to the back door and he plays the the movie uh so you can tell him to fuck off <laughs> and the pizza <laughs> boy gets all scared when he, like the movie starts shooting like gunshots so that was hilarious to me uh and then i wrote two more which one's my other one? Oh, oh yeah just when he starts going crazy and dancing around and yelling you know uh when he finds out he's alone <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then um, the last one I put is like when he sings "White Christmas." I love that part because that's like one of my favorite songs, uh, favorite Christmas songs. And he's just so funny; he makes it hilarious. Yeah, because <laughs> that's something like uh, I would do. You know, I just start singing like an idiot at home alone. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like that's why. <laughs> uh, yeah, my favorite has to be the the booby trap scenes. Uh, and then I've always liked when uh, Kevin like sleds down the stairs uh, yeah. at the beginning. Like, yeah. He's just going fucking fuck ass wild yeah, in the fucking, fucking house. <laughs> I feel like you would do that as a kid if you if you were ever alone. Like you're crazy. Enough. Well, I did. <laughs> I used to when we lived at our two story house. I used to jump off. I would jump from the top of the stairs all the way to the bottom. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Like. You never fucking like broke your legs or anything. I've never broken one bone. That's crazy. What the fuck? And yeah. would you ever do it with your parents there? Like, yeah, <laughs> they would... would just hear like a loud thunk and then they yeah, wouldn't say shit. Would... They'd be like, "Stop doing that!" And like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you could have fucking shattered your fucking legs and no one would have even said anything. Like, I know. Damn, you're yeah, crazy. <laughs> I was a traviesa. Like, I wouldn't listen. Like, no wonder they didn't want more kids. One was enough. I wish you would. I wish your parents caught that on film, man. That would have been hilarious. Oh, we didn't. We were too poor for a fucking camcorder. Oh, my God. It's not the point. The point is, I just wish there was footage. I know. That's funny. Uh, But yeah, that's what. If I could relate to Kevin in that way, it would be like that. <laughs> Uh, of course or, or jumping on the bed you know that like yeah that's like every, every kid does that you know they jump on beds because they feel like they see it in the movies and cartoons like hey maybe this yeah is, this is real until you get hurt <laughs> yeah like i did so i was <laughs> you know the story but when i was little i was jumping on the bed and i slipped off somehow and when i fell the fucking railing of the bed uh it like my lip got caught on it and it just sliced my upper lip like horribly like and all this blood was just gushing down i was like maybe like five six it was real traumatizing i never uh jumped on a bed since like (laughs) i haven't (laughs) that's what the you know that's how growing up mexican is they tell you you keep doing it and you'll learn you'll learn you'll learn on your own if you keep doing it like once you get fucking yeah. hurt, that's it. You're done. You're like, all right, I'm not doing that no more. I yeah, I haven't <laughs> jumped on a bed since because that shit is scary. Yeah. Uh, I also love uh, when Kevin goes to talk to Santa. Do you remember that part? And he goes yeah. up to like the car, and he's like, <laughs> and he's just like, uh, I know you're not the real Santa. And the guy's like, Well, how do you know that? And he's like, I know how this works. Believe me, like you work for him. Yeah. Like, he's just like, Come on, guy. Yeah. Like, like, get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. When you first hear that, you're like, Oh shit, this dude knows it all. Like, yeah, their Santa isn't real, you know. And then he's like, I know you work for him. It's like, Oh my god. Yeah. Like, he was dumbass. <laughs> yeah. And, it's funny. Uh, and then he's like, oh, kid, uh, okay, kid, like, tell me, you know, what you want for Christmas. And then he was just like, oh, I'm Kevin McAllister, and I live at so-and-so street. And he's like, do you want my phone number? And then okay, Santa's cool. like, no, it's okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like, playing cool with it, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, 
I just thought that was so funny. The funnier part is like how he gets in his shitty car and it like won't even start. <laughs> and he has like a fucking parking ticket. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say? He's like, what's next? Uh, fucking rabies shots for the Easter bunny or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. Um, but... What about, uh, what do you think is the most iconic scene? Well, I, I wrote down two, which is obvious. Um, one of them is all the booby trap scenes. Cause like, that's what the mm-hmm. whole movie is. Like that's what makes people want to go watch is to watch all those booby trap scenes. And like, I'm sure the trailers had plenty of those clips. And then, um, scream the, when he screams in the mirror after he puts the aftershave, he's like, ah, <laughs> yeah like that's the most iconic scene of that movie for sure for sure yeah the, those are mine too yeah. <laughs> yeah of course i mean you see like anyone could write down the most iconic scenes for this movie because yeah. everyone knows that especially the one where he does the face like he made that face famous yeah yeah uh another scene that i had noticed um i don't know if it was more like a foreshadowing that john hughes did but uh, in the beginning when Kevin's like going through the pizzas and then like Buzz starts being a dick to him and then he pushes him and then all the milk like on the counter like like tips over and then yeah. it gets on like all the passports and all that shit like if you notice so yeah just that he was cleaning with the napkins and then he threw it in the trash but when he threw the stuff in the trash like you could see like an airline ticket yeah and sure. You you said it had his name on it? Yeah, I said Kevin on the top right, like in Sharpie. I noticed mm. it when I was watching it. I was like, oh, God. I was like, yeah, from the beginning, it like showed that they were going to forget him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. You know, a funny part about that scene that I, I took away from yesterday from watching it uh, was when the mom's like, y'all, uh, I, you all better... I'll be drinking milk. We need to get rid of it before we leave. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's, oh, like, so Mexican. That? Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, that's I was like, I guess white people do the same. But <laughs> it's just so, like, they wouldn't have to waste money on the milk. They're like, finish the fucking milk because it's going to go bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's pretty gross, honestly. Eating pizza with milk? Ew. Like, I saw a lot of those kids, like, drinking. Like, even when, like, they, uh, you know, when the dad's cleaning the the counter, like, it's all milk all cups full of yeah. milk and i was like ew like how's white people shit yeah like i cannot drink milk and eat like uh like food and like especially like when i'm eating pizza that already has like a shitload of cheese on it like dairy like yeah i can't eat drink milk on top of that fuck that your asshole's gonna pay for it later gonna gratata later <laughs> shotgun ass <laughs> <laughs> okay. now on the quotes name some of your favorite quotes Okay, so I wrote sound. I wrote sound. Wrote down some of my favorite. The first one is "Keep the change, you filthy animal." Because <laughs> come on, like that's just—it's so iconic. It even part of it made it to the next movie, <laughs> to the second yeah. movie. And then the second one I wrote down is "I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass." And I thought that was <laughs> hilarious because you know that's something I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what his big brother was. It Buzz, or that's his name, right? Buzz. Where he tells mm-hmm. him when he's in there, in the room with him. But yeah, that's some uh, of my favorite quotes. Uh, yeah, my my favorite quote is by uh, that old man Marley. <laughs> um, when they were in church, uh, he was saying, "You can be too old for a lot of things, but you're never too old to be afraid." And I like that because it's yeah. so true. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh. Iconic quotes. I chose "Keep the change, you feel the animal." <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, did do you have an iconic quote? I had to uh, the first one was like, "I made my family disappear." <laughs> and, <laughs> I was gonna put that. One. <laughs> and the second one is, you know, of course, Kevin. You know, and the mom screams. <laughs> yeah, that's so iconic. It even makes it again to the second movie. And I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw, but um, the actress, what was her name again? Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she on. Uh, she posted all over her social media, but she redid that scene like now. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, from the second movie where she's like Kevin, and then she like uh, falls. Falls back. Yeah, yeah. So she redid that scene, and it was funny. She did like a side by side. 
apparently, uh, Macaulay Culkin still like he calls her mom. Oh, really? Like, in, and he's called her mom since the movie. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, I guess you got. I mean, he's doing movies as a kid. Like, it just gets ingrained Dicks. into your head. I don't know. But I mean, she was probably more of a mom than his own fucking mom. Like, he just <laughs> wanted his money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, poor guy. He's all fucked up. Yeah, it's funny because like even his his little brother comes out in it. Yeah, I Rory is it Rory or yeah, is it the other one? I think it is. He's the one that comes out in Succession. Is it Rory? I think I don't know. Who's the other one that came out in Scream? Maybe that one's the Rory, one. and the older one is I don't know because the younger one is the one that came out in Scream. Yeah, isn't he the one in Succession? No, it's the middle one. The one that came out in uh, Home Alone, he's the one that... I'm pretty sure that's Rory. I don't know, though. I think it's like Michael or something. Okay. Well, on to the next segment. So, flashback. Do you remember when you first saw this movie and who were you with? I don't really remember the first time I ever saw it, but I'm pretty sure I watched it, uh, you know, during Christmas time with my family at home. Uh, Like when I was a kid, I always remember it playing. You know, it's always on TV constantly during the the winter, uh, during the holidays. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the first time I watched it. I can't remember exactly the time, but, yeah, I'm sure it was with my family. How about you? Yeah, I mean... When this movie came out ninety six, I was three. So yeah, (laughs) I probably forgot to mention. Like yeah, it was probably years after I was like it came out. Like it wasn't like right away because I was too young to remember. That's probably why I don't remember the first time. Yeah, Uh, so I can't remember. But yeah, obviously I was with my parents, and they probably like rented the VHS from Blockbuster and shit. Yeah, and. Yeah, and then again, yeah, it's always on TV, so. Uh, what about the movie poster? Uh, we got a blue background with a window and burglars looking in, so Marvin, Harry, and then you have Kevin with his signature scream face, <laughs> uh, as Hans' his face. Uh, would you change it? Would you add to it? No, not at all. It's like an iconic poster, so you would, I would never yeah. touch it. Yeah, it's even for and the it's second like movie. Spot on too. Yeah. Like yeah. everything about it, you're like, oh, like it explains the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's what I like. Uh, what about the soundtrack? I know you said White Christmas because he's singing it, but is there like another? song yeah so i wrote down three songs i i did john williams oh i'm sorry i just wrote a note that john williams did the music obviously you said that uh carol Mm -hmm. of the bells carol of the bells has always been one of my favorite uh christmas songs but like you know they have their own little i guess remix rendition of it in the movie which Mm -hmm. i love it's after he like starts getting ready for the burglars to come uh they play like right when he's leaving the church you know after he talks to to the guy Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's like one of my favorite songs of the movie, and of course, White Christmas, like you said. Uh, mine is "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" by Brenda Lee. Oh, uh, of course. Uh, that one always reminds me of Home Alone. Like I, because like I always think of the scene where he's like pulling the balloons, like it's a party at the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so I always think of that, and uh, of course, like just Christmas too. My mom loves playing that song during Christmas time. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you have, like, a most iconic song from the film? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I wrote down the Home Alone main theme, which is also titled Somewhere in My Memory, which is obviously made famous by John Williams. So it's the one that goes, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep. (laughs) But, yeah, anyway, uh, that was one of the most iconic songs because, you know, obviously when you hear that song, it's like, oh, it's Home Alone, you know? Yeah. And, like, what memories do you get when you hear all these songs? Well, obviously, like, what I wrote down is that Christmas has begun and it's it's in the air, you know. The holidays are mm-hmm. here, you know, we're getting ready for it. Just like how, you know, this is the first episode for December. 
And fittingly, because December's here, you know, the holidays. Fucking love it. Love winter. Yeah. I love Christmas. I don't love winter because I hate being cold. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, question for flashback. Have your parents ever forgotten you? <laughs> um... I don't, I'm pretty sure they have, but I can't remember. Um, I have been left alone many times growing up uh, at home. And then also, like, I've gotten lost at Walmart, if that counts. So I guess they did leave me. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember getting lost as a kid at Walmart. I was be, I'd be shitting bricks. But, oh, my God, where the fuck are my parents? Yeah. Um, I think even, we've all gone through that. <laughs> yeah. Even, like, at, like at a fucking cold or something. I don't know. Some department story. I'm like, oh, fuck, where are they? Like, I get all scared. Yeah. Uh yeah, same with me. Just that uh there's so like I wouldn't say well I guess I would say this is like forgetting me, but like uh sometimes like I would fall asleep on like the car ride home and it, this would always happen during the fucking summer. So uh, my parents didn't want to wake me up because obviously, like, they wanted to fucking rest without me running all over the place. So, uh, they would keep all, like, if I fell asleep inside the truck, like, they would open all of the fucking doors in the truck and then they would crack the fucking garage just a little bit so, like, I won't, like, suffocate in the garage and shit from a heat stroke. And, like, I would wake up. Like, I don't even know how long I'd be passed out in the fucking truck. Just, like, dripping in sweat coming in. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, how is that safe? <laughs> I can't believe they would do that. That's crazy. They couldn't yeah. just carry you to the room? <laughs> no, because then I'd wake up. But, yeah. They're like, fuck that. I'm We're going to risk her dying in the garage. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Rather that. In the fucking El Paso summer heat, like 3 p.m. <laughs> Insane. Uh, so what's your most memorable Christmas gift uh, as a kid and now as an adult, like your favorite? So as a kid, I put down like it was my Nintendo 64 when I first got <laughs> it for Christmas. I was so pumped and excited and I loved it. It was like, uh, I feel like every 90s kid went through this. You know, they got their Nintendo 64 and it was just like, there's so many videos online of people getting their 64s on Christmas and it was just an awesome year for gaming. So that's one of my favorite memories, uh, most memorable Christmas gifts. Uh, and as an adult, it was when you got me my Sony headphones. I was really surprised, yeah. super surprised. That was like one of the best gifts I've ever gotten as, as an adult. So thank you for that again. I, I love those <laughs> headphones. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the most memorable Christmas gifts for me. Um, I have a couple of memorable gifts as a kid. Uh, well, my first one is always my Barbie cash register. Like that will always be my number one. Cause I really wanted it. Uh, two is the, um, eye dog. Like I'm not an eye dog. Was that like blue dog? I forget the name of it. It was like a robot. Yeah. I remember and my then, sister had um, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I still have it. It's in my uh, closet <laughs> back home. Uh, and then uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was called like My Dog Shadow. And it was like a golden retriever and he was like a robot. And like you would like call to him. You'd be like, come here, Shadow. And then he would like walk. That's all he did in Wag's Tail. <laughs> but it was like did. so, <laughs> it was so cool. And like it had like, it was like, a speaker and it was shaped like a bone like it was it was it was pretty big like so yeah like it had like a headset to it and like i legit just played with that dog for like a month but like that headset i played with that headset more than i played with the fucking dog so like i would use it as like like i'd pretend like I was singing like into it and I would like dance around the house like <laughs> like if I was like fucking Hillary Duff and hey now hey now you know oh, what I mean? God. Like, it was kind of like that like oh my god good times just like, like how you how you used to swap the wardrobe and think you're American actually exactly <laughs> it was exactly like that dude just growing up as an only child you gotta I, uh, like do these things <laughs> It's funny because you just do it without getting judged because you don't have your brothers and sisters to talk shit to you. 
exactly i'm low-key yeah. jealous about that <laughs> for me like my sister would walk in uh, me doing something stupid and be like oh you're so gay or something i don't know, you know? <laughs> it's always something oh my god but yeah i used to i had a good imagination when i was little i had to <laughs> yeah sometimes you just gotta do it <laughs> that's cool though that's hilarious but nothing to be ashamed yeah. about <laughs> Uh, I always would like just dance around the house and stuff and like sing and like <laughs> oh, I was crazy. I wish you had footage of that too. I know. Only <laughs> pictures. Uh, but yeah, on to the next segment. Trivia! <laughs> Are you excited? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I always suck at these, so I guess I am, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll do fine. All right, well, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> if you win, if you win, I will buy you uh a treat from Sonic. All right, I'll 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 hold you to that. All right. So, <laughs> first question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're probably going to lose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, how much did the pizzas cost at the beginning of the movie? Uh, one twenty-two fifty. Damn, was that right? Yeah, damn, I'm good. Wow. I paid attention this time. I'm really surprised. Like, <laughs> damn, you look so turned on by that. Damn, yeah, I got a whop. Oh my god, <laughs> a winter ass uh, position. Oh my god. So what made the family late to the airport? What made them late? They woke up late. But why? Their alarms, the power went out. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> what time did the power go out? Midnight. Nope. What? What time was it? 4.37 a.m. Oh, my God. I wasn't going to remember that. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what, do the wed- what-, what do the wet bandits call the McAllister's house when they're scoping them out? A gold mine? No. Um, can I get another guess? Uh, fine. Uh, what do they call it? A palace. I don't know. The silver tuna. Ah, that's right. Fuck. (laughs) I know it was something Uh, like that. (laughs) What did Kevin accidentally steal? A toothbrush. He still doesn't know it to this day, but it's certified by the International (laughs) Dentist Association. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) We need to find out. Uh, what's the name of the cashier at the grocery store? Oh, fuck, I, this one I don't remember. Is it like Greta or something? <laughs> it's Sally. I uh, see. I I didn't pay attention to that little detail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what time do the wet bandits strike at? Nine p.m. <laughs> nice. Yes, sir. All right, babe. This is your last chance. Bonus question. Winner takes all. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you'll end up getting this fucking treat at Sonic. (laughs) So name at least five of the booby traps Kevin leaves. Five? Okay. Give me five of them. One of them is when Marv is trying to climb up the stairs and it's like sticky because he puts the the tar. Another one is um, when uh, Joe Pesci opens the door and he gets fucking torched. <laughs> Another one is when Marv steps on the fucking, uh, on the, what's it called, decorations on the floor. Oh, the ornaments? Yeah, when it's like a homemade alarm. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is when he shoots Joe Pesci in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, ooh, I can pick any here. There's so many. I guess one of my favorite ones is when he 
fucks him up with the paint cans when he throws the paint cans. <laughs> so winner takes off. Woo! Nice. Hell yeah. Finally, I win something. Finally. So you're going to get your little snack at Sonic. In like a year. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> <laughs> Next year. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next segment. Did you know? So, Jonathan, did you know the film became the highest grossing movie of the 1990s, as well as the highest grossing domestic live action comedy ever? It held that record until 2017. So for 27 years since the release date, uh, it got knocked out by a Chinese blockbuster uh, called Never Say Die. Oh, that so, was uh, Never Say Never by Justin Bieber. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wonder how good that movie is. Like, Yeah, I mean, for Home Alone to hold that fucking record for so long, though, that's really good. Yeah, that's insane. Um, So there were some iconic quotes that were improvised, and it was these two. It says... You guys give up? Or are you thirsty for more? That was actually improvised by Macaulay Culkin. Oh wow! Yeah, and then the other one was, "Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken?" When, <laughs> when Marv says that to to Harry, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, the flooded basement was actually a swimming pool at a high school. Oh, wow. uh, much of the film was actually shot in the school, and most of the sets were built on the basketball court of this school. Yeah, I remember um, if you watch uh, movies that we love on Netflix, they talk about that, and they show you like how they built the set inside the gym. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's stunt double was a very short 30-year-old man. His <laughs> oh, name damn. is... His name was Larry Nichols. <laughs> or Nicholas, sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and the iconic scream was an accident. Uh, Culkin was supposed to take his hands away and then scream, but mm. he forgot. So he just kind of just like went like, ah, like <laughs> like with his hands up. So, so. I guess they just kind of liked it. They're like, hey, that was pretty good. We're just going to leave it. <laughs> Yeah, and it was the first take, too. Like, that's pretty insane. Uh, and then the last one I have here is that uh, the scene when the Wet Bandits almost hit Kevin with the van, uh, that scene was actually shot in reverse. So they just basically rewinded oh, the, wow. the footage. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Like, I need to go back and see that. It's crazy. Yeah. So I thought that was awesome. Those are the ones that... Actually, I found that I like. That actually makes sense because, like, when we put someone in danger like that in real life. Yeah, yeah. that's why they did that. And like, They're like, back yeah. then, they, I don't think they had as many stunts as they do now, like the possibilities that they do now. Mm, yeah. Exactly. I have some. Can I say some? Yeah, definitely. Um, I have a couple. So one of them is Without Uncle Buck, the movie. Uh, there'd be no Home Alone. <laughs> Because uh, John Hughes actually got the idea like while he was making Uncle Buck. And, you know, I had Macaulay Culkin in it also. So he yeah. specifically, like, after that movie, he specifically wrote the role of Kevin for him. So that's mm -hmm. cool. And, then, of course, uh, Mr. Uh, what's his name? Uncle, Bu Uncle Buck himself, John Candy. He also made a little cameo in Home Alone. Mm -hmm. um, he came out for that one scene where they drive the mom down to Chicago from, uh, I think it's Ohio. Uh yeah, that he actually filmed that. He just took one whole day to film that, twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a a short 
cameo. Scene. Yeah, it's like a little cameo. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought that was cool. And I think he, he had died shortly after the making of this movie, I think. Yeah, uh, I, I know he died in the 90s for yeah, sure. It's really sad, man. Uh, I wish he was still around. That guy was, he, he was a gem back then. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's kind of like, uh, what's his name? Um, John Belushi. Well, him too, but uh, what's his name? The one, Tommy Boy? I forget his, I forgot his name. Oh, Chris Farley. Yeah, Chris Farley. Like, oh, I fucking loved Chris Farley growing up. He would make me laugh. He was one of my, like, he, he was my inspirations to be, like, a comic and shit. But, yeah, when I found out he had died, I was like, damn, that sucks. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had seen uh, this, too. Oh, sorry, do you have another one? I have a couple, but you could keep, you could uh, tell yours first. Uh, so that scene where John Candy first appears and like, uh, Kate's in line to get another ticket, an airline ticket. And, uh, there's a guy standing behind her, not John Candy, but, uh, he, he looks like fucking Elvis. Like, yeah, I saw that. It like, I uh, don't know. It triggered like a conspiracy theory that he was still alive. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminded me of, it was like five years ago, maybe, maybe a little bit more, but they had found a homeless man and all of his, everything identified him as Elvis. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So again, with the conspiracy theory that he didn't die until like recently. Yeah. Because he died in the 70s. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure on that, but um, yeah, I saw that and then I went back to watch it over and over. I was like, no way. Like, it kind of does look like him. Like, with the beard. It was kind of crazy. It does. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, another, like, did you know, is, like, the, like, you know, the home is uh, obviously real. And it's a mm-hmm. major tourist attraction. And, like, the whole movie was, like, filmed in the whole Chicago area. But, yeah, the house is located at 671 Lincoln Avenue in Winnit- Winnitka, Illinois. Um, but yeah, there was like the kitchen, the main staircase and the ground floor landing scene and the film were all shot in the five bedroom residence. So it's pretty much rented, you know, they rented it. Um, so apparently it's, they sold the property recently. Well, in 2012, they sold it for $1.585 million. So close to 1.6 million. Yeah. It's insane. Jeez. Yeah. And That's then cool, a- though. apparently his like tree house was not part of the rental deal. Um, so it was constructed specifically for for the movie, and then it was demolished after they finished. That sucks, man. Yeah. It was a cool little treehouse. I've always loved treehouses. <laughs> I remember reading that. Yeah, and then I have a couple more. Sorry, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> Robert De Niro was supposed to uh, be Harry, and he turned it down. And then so was, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Lovitz. He was going to be Harry. <laughs> He was the back. So weird. Yeah, he was the backup plan, but he also canceled. Like he didn't. He didn't take the role. So obviously, you know, they got Joe Pesci, and uh, you know, to kind of extend on Joe Pesci becoming Harry. Like, you know, him. He's been. He's famous for coming out in crazy movies like vulgar movies, and he's always cussing and shit. Gangster movies. Mm-hmm. So he made up his own like you know cussing language. I guess like. If you notice, every time he gets hurt, he's always like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" He always does. He does that because he doesn't want to cuss. Well, it's because he was cussing. Yeah. But John Hughes was like, "You, you really need to cut it yeah, out." Yeah, like, you can't cuss. It's a family, family movie. movie. Yeah, so that's why he he did like that whole mumbling shit because he couldn't cuss. So I thought that, yeah. was, that was fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, apparently Joe Pesci like stayed away from Macaulay Culkin throughout all the filming, so he could actually get surprised and like get scared of him when they were doing the the actual scenes. Yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, I had even read that uh, what's his face, uh, Joe Pesci. He in the end scene where like they hang him on the door mm-hmm. and like he tries to like bite his fingers, like he actually bit his finger on accident. <laughs> oh that's right yeah he did yeah then um also the tarantula on on uh, larry's face was real mm-hmm. fuck that i would never do that uh mm-hmm. maybe maybe if i was getting paid then yeah <laughs> uh yeah. and then apparently in real life like i know this came out kind of recently but all the attacks that kevin did on the 
on Larry and Harry that they wouldn't have survived them at all, <laughs> like in real life. Yeah, yeah, I saw an article <laughs> the other day on that. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but yeah, and then something we always talked about, I always asked you, it's like, I wonder if these movies are real, but uh, uh, The Angels with Filthy Souls oh, and also yeah. the the sequel, The Angels with Fil- Even Filthier Souls, <laughs> those are obviously yeah. fake movies. <laughs> They were made for the movie, so they're movies within the movie. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to bring that up. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was cool because I always would ask about it. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I think that's that's all I had. A lot of fun facts for this movie. <laughs> this movie was it gets you in the mood and the spirits for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, definitely. I, thank you. I love this movie, and I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite time of the year. Same Alright, so wrapping that up, uh, let's move on to social media. You guys on MySpace or So Jonathan, tell us where to find you at. You can find me on my OnlyFans at Big Daddy Thick 32. Oh my god. <laughs> You're probably not even joking. Hey, go like... look for it if you want. I was just kidding, but uh yeah, find me <laughs> at Astro Raider 5 on Instagram, Twitter, um OnlyFans. No, I'm kidding. Instagram, Twitter, and then Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Hit me up, guys. Let's play some games. It's, you know, I'm lonely over here now since Jackie left me. So let's play some games. Um, and you can follow my podcast at Buzz Down Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and yeah, go check that out uh, wherever podcasts are available. Go check out my pod. Uh, I need some more listeners, guys. But that's it for me. And I'm always on it. So yeah, guys, Jackie's go check it out. It. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you guys want to follow my personal account, it's Jack underscore Taurus on Snapchat and Instagram. Uh, and then go like and follow the pod at, at the movies pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But thank you so much, Jonathan, for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm always pumped to come on and I was excited to do this movie with you. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love this movie. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. Tune in next week. Um, which one am I doing? I'll be doing Jingle All the Way with Nick. So that'll be fun. Nice. I love that movie too. (laughs) Yeah. But bye guys. Bye. Peace.